3: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time.
4: This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs with a Miller Lite in hand. Grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time to get Miller light delivered right to your door. Visit MillerLight.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly Miller brewing company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces.
1: You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio.
4: Welcome to the program. It's hour one this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show. Once again, front row is front and center. Fritzy joining us via Zoom. You can join us by dialing us up 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning. Good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner. Also, our radio affiliates around the country Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio, and our affiliates numbering nearly 400 cities around America. We'll talk some football with Chris Sims on loan from Football Night in America. He'll join us in about 15 minutes from now. Why Jim Harbaugh should leave Michigan. Why Jim Harbaugh should stay at Michigan. Because it looks like there's only one NFL team interested in Jim Harbaugh, and that's the Raiders. We'll talk about that with Chris Sims coming up in a little bit. This program brought to you by Impeller, the new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects on the island of Puerto Rico, available now. Impeller is your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org/slash impeller. I wondered the scenario that would play out last night for the Lakers. If the Lakers didn't win that game, does Frank Vogel is he still the head coach when the Lakers go on a road trip? Now this is a Pacer team that hasn't won many games on the road. They're a terrible road team. Well, what would they do? They go in and they win the game. 3-19 and 19 on the road. This is a game you're supposed to win. This is a game where the team comes together to support Frank Vogel. We're going to put together a great effort here. And then all of a sudden you go, we lost at home. If you were going to script and this is the land of scripts, if you were going to script a worst case scenario, you did it. Home loss to a bad team, a bad road team. Russell Westbrook gets benched, doesn't stay around to talk to the media. LeBron shouldn't have to stay to talk about Russell Westbrook being benched. LeBron had, you know, another great game here. But if you wanted worst case scenario, you got it. Here is the head coach, or at least for right now, Frank Vogel, on everybody taking responsibility.
5: A loss like this, like you said to a sub 500 team, the
1: responsibility falls on who? Coaches, players, everyone involved in this?
5: Yeah, you answer the
2: question. It's everyone. It's all of us. We got to coach players better.
1: They got to play better. You know, everything has to be
4: better. Got to execute the effort, focus, um, everyone. He should have said management in there as well. But, he was asked about not using Russell Westbrook in the fourth quarter.
3: Frank, you um, opted to go uh, with Russ on the bench at the end of the game. What were you? What, 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 were, what were you looking for there? What was the thinking behind that? Behind that choice? Yeah, playing the guys. I thought we we're going to win the game. Wow! Wow! <laughs>
4: Zing! Wow! Could you clarify that? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to read between the lines there. Feels like if Frank Vogel is going down, he's going to go down with the players that he wants to play. I don't think that they went to Frank Vogel and said, uh, Coach, I want to know, will you sign off on us trading for Russell Westbrook? It was probably presented more like this. Uh, Coach, we're bringing in, LeBron wants to bring in Russ. I hope you're okay with that. All right, thank you. He has no veto power there. Now, that's not all on Russell Westbrook. But this is just a mishmash here. You're trying to put together a lineup. It's not a good lineup. Even when it's healthy, it's not a good lineup. It's an interesting lineup. And, and if you want an interesting story, you have an interesting story. Because Frank Vogel is going to lose his job. Now, what is the fallout before the trade deadline? And we love to look at a trade from one side of the trade. Like, who do the Lakers get? I'm thinking, who the hell is going to want Russell Westbrook at that salary? If you say, let's trade him to a younger team. Well, if I have a rebuild, I don't want a guy in his early 30s who wants to prove to everybody that he can score 30 points a night. And, and I've said this before, and this audience has reminded me, I do love watching him play. He's fascinating, but he's not as fascinating now because you can't get away with his style. For a team that's trying to win a championship, you want to put him with the Wizards, okay. Houston, okay. Oklahoma City, okay. You're with the Lakers. You're with the franchise with one of the greatest players of all time, trying to cement his legacy and get one more title an inch closer to Jordan. You bring him in and I thought it was it was great for the regular season because he's an energy guy. And he'll allow LeBron to almost load management while playing in games. So I understood it from that standpoint. But if you said you could get Buddy Heald or Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings, those kind of players, I like that better. I need guys who know what they do well. And it's too late to do it now because it feels like Russ has damaged goods he's been labeled and I know you can say well look he's almost averaging a triple double I think we've moved on from hey had a triple double it's not a big deal it certainly is not a big of a deal as it used to be because now it seems almost commonplace but remember when Allen Iverson was 35 nobody wanted Allen Iverson Four years ago, nobody wanted Carmelo. And Russ, that style just doesn't work on a night-in, night-out basis. And Frank Vogel's probably saying, all right, you're going to fire me. Then I'm going to play the guys I want to play. Here is uh, LeBron James on Pointing Fingers. LeBron, how have you seen Frank operate the last couple games, maybe in the last week, is, it's
6: obviously been... More reports that you know he he could be his job could be in jeopardy.
7: Listen, I'm not in a, I'm not in a, I'm not in that business of, of uh,
8: pointing fingers or, or pointing blame or trying to uh, put a quote at the end or at the start of somebody's uh, someone's commentator of what they feel. You know, our coaching staff or, or Frank is or where Russ is or where I'm at or AD. Um, if it's not positive for me, I, I'm. It's not,
4: it's, not my, it's not my lane. I'm not, a, I'm not a negative person. Well, this isn't about negativity. This is just about accountability. What have you said to management about uh, Frank Vogel? What has management said to you about Coach's future here? I don't think they're going to do something without his input. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if you had input to bring in Russ, you might have input on if Frank Vogel is able to stay. LeBron contributed 30 and 12 rebounds. He now has 10,000 career rebounds. In the 2019-2020 season, the Lakers went 20 and one when LeBron scored 30 or more. In his other three seasons in L.A., the Lakers are 22 and 22 when he scores 30 or more. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Bop, bop. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. And now we begin a road trip with the Lakers. So the rest of the month, the Lakers are on the road. Is Frank Vogel the head coach when the Lakers come back home? How about this? Who finishes the season with the Lakers? Frank Vogel, Russell Westbrook, both, neither. That's our first hour poll question. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say... Russ does. I don't think Frank Vogel keeps his job. Yeah, see,
0: Frank is already in that death spiral that yes. no one ever comes out of.
4: You you can't get rid of Russ. <laughs> Russ makes forty four million dollars a year, <laughs> like, and and you can't stick around to to talk to the media. Like, okay, you got benched. That's a healthy living. Yeah. How about you just say, hey, he's the coach. I want to play. I play hard. I come to play every single night. I'm disappointed, but you know what? I hope to uh, get back in the lineup. Whatever it is, but you walk out?
8: Yeah, Paul. I've never lived in Los Angeles, but I'll bet uh, $44 million goes a lot further in Oklahoma it, City. It,
4: it, I'm
8: not a real estate expert, but yeah. that'd be my guess.
4: Yes. Uh, here's LeBron James talking about the coaching staff for the Lakers. LeBron, uh, how do you feel like the way...
6: You guys, the players have been prepared by the coaching staff. Has affected this
4: recent stretch of play.
8: Coaching staff has been great, uh, and they put us put us in position to uh, you know, to succeed. And it's up to us to go out and, and handle the business. So, um, you know, there's always things that we all can do better, but
4: there's no blame. <laughs> uh, well, then don't fire the coach if he's doing his job. Uh, here's Carmelo Anthony talking about head coach, Frank Vogel.
7: As far as Frank go, I don't, I, mean, I don't know what story he was with Frank. I'm I not mean, I read the the, the the hoopla. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. So it'd be hard for me to, to speak on, on that. But, um, I mean, it's, we, we got to do it. It's, it's, it's up to us. It ain't up to Frank, not out there. It's up to us to go, go out there and execute and play basketball and win some games when we doing it in, in, in that fashion. It, it looks good. It feels good. Uh everybody's happy, but when we don't, we lose games. It looks bad. Guys are frustrated. Uh, So it's just a matter of, you know, sticking through this and playing through it and winning some games and getting on the road. This is a big road trip for us, I can tell you that.
4: Yeah, it is. It's a really big road trip for one person. Yes, Eaton. I kind of wish that, like, uh, Carmelo or LeBron would have been, like, actually, I blame Trevor
0: Ariza. It's his (laughs) fault. It's It's not Frank's fault. It's not my fault. It's not Russell's fault. It's Trevor Ariza's fault. Yeah.
4: You know whose Thank fault you. it is? It's uh, David Fisdale. Yeah, that's who. Uh, that's who we're going to blame. Uh, Wayne Ellington. I blame Wayne Ellington <laughs> specifically for yeah, that. He's so great if players just started naming <laughs> yeah. names during the press conference. Yeah, you know I blame Marcus Saul. I do. I point r- fingers right at Mar- Marcus Yeah,
8: you know, Malik Monk. If he made a couple more threes, we'd yeah. right in this game. Nice. Yeah.
4: Combination
0: of Malik and Avery Bradley. Yeah, Avery Bradley. Uh, name they're their fault. Yeah.
4: By the way, I said to Seaton, it's not fair to have our garage sale and have it last one day. You I said that I don't like a one day sale. Yeah. So I said the garage sale goes until Friday, 30 different t-shirts marked 50% off at danpatrick.com today and tomorrow. Boom. And that's it. And then we're done with that, but take advantage of the uh, garage sale. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at DP show. So that's the big headline there with the Lakers last night, Derek Henry. He's back at practice. We don't know if he's going to be able to play in this game. I assume he is going to be able to play in this game. But if I'm the Titans and Derrick Henry, I'm not telling the Bengals anything. I don't know. I might play. I'm going to guess the Bengals are going to prepare as best you can. You know, whenever you face a team, um, you know, like the Niners, uh, they're, they're asking Trey Lance to act like Aaron Rodgers. Well, if he acted like Aaron Rodgers, he'd be starting for the 49ers. But they are like in practice. They're like, uh, we need you to kind of act like Aaron Rodgers. You got to find somebody who's 6'3", 250 to act like Derrick Henry. And the Bengals are going, uh, I don't know. Is Booby Clark still around? Can we bring him in? Yes, Paulie.
8: If you're Derrick Henry, he talked to the media yesterday. He said all the right things. When you walk out, do you really sell the limp? Like, oh, I just like the foot is really killing you.
4: I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. I expect him to play. Uh, let's see what else I mentioned. Harbaugh is in play for Vegas. At least it feels like that. I'll talk to Chris Sims about this. Baker Mayfield had surgery on his non-throwing shoulder, and uh, Georgia's quarterback is going to stay. Stetson Bennett Jr. The fourth. We'll talk about that. Not everybody is thrilled. It feels like in uh, Bulldog Land. The fifth year for the fourth. Yes. <laughs> Pleading the fifth for the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not quite sure this guy is a, a, a folk hero. He'll be a, he, a cult hero. You always go, remember Stetson Bennett when he led us to a national title? Not everybody was thrilled that he's coming back for, I think he's like 23 years of age. I think he got to Georgia in 2017. I think he's a year younger than Seaton. Yes, Paul. He's going to get NIL money from yes. AARP. <laughs> but he is going to get some name, image, and likeness money. He will turn 24
8: during the middle of the season next year. Desperado. Hey, could you buy some beer or something?
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll get phone calls. No, it's cool. I
0: live off campus, though. It's totally cool.
4: Emails. <laughs> <laughs> my own pad.
0: Yeah, I got my own place <laughs> off campus. It's cool. That's cool. pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want
4: to come back? No, it's off campus. It's cool. Yeah, I got shag carpet. Yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I got speakers. I got surround sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Chris Sims will join us coming up. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. I was with the French kid yesterday. We were talking about the big trip. Seton and the French kid taking with the Sprinter van. He's all excited. Now we're going to find out if. We can devise something where you can actually follow along with Seton on his road trip cross country. Follow along in real time, real time, real time that you'll you'll see. You know, when you get an Uber driver, you know, you order the Uber and you can see where the car is. That's what we'd like to do with the Mercedes Sprinter van. That van is going to be won by somebody in our audience. Dan Patrick show ultimate camping rig sweepstakes. Go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. You get official rules and a chance to win the amazing Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van.
0: Look at that, honey. They're in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
4: <laughs> hey, hey now look at them. Oh, there they go. Just yeah. crossed into Ohio.
0: Look yeah, at that, honey. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Why are they always at strip clubs at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night? Why are they at,
4: What? Uh, getting the buffet again, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, why are they at the gold club? Again. Yeah, again. Uh, DanPatrick.com or FoxSportsRadio.com. You have to enter by February 2nd. Some equipment described as optional. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would try it. No, least. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making, the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling, only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. We'll get to phone calls coming up. I told you the poll question. First hour poll question, who finishes the season with the Lakers? Frank Vogel, Russell Westbrook, neither or both. We've had some people saying, hey, on your road trip seat, can you pick up Frank Vogel? That's (laughs) mean-spirited right there. Mean-spirited. What are the results so far there?
8: Uh, 41% think (laughs) Russ Westbrook finishes the season with the team Only 4% think Coach Vogel is still Coach Vogel.
4: Okay, before we get to the popular Chris Sims of Pro Football Talk, here is Mike McCarthy. He had the press conference yesterday, the Cowboys head coach, and they're still discussing that last play. Here's how he described it.
7: As far as Dak sliding, giving the ball to the center, the center can spot the ball. The receiver can spot the ball. Uh, so the opinion of you can't spot the ball is not correct. Our guys are trained to spot the ball exactly on the referee spots. You know, obviously the umpire has to come in. He All he has to do is touch it. We're in a 3-2-1 situation. You snap the ball. So our threshold in that situation, based on the plays, is 13 seconds. You know, so we were 14 seconds. So we're, we're clearly within our range. And our thought process there is we have two options we so were looking for a quick throw or the check to the draw. That's the right call based on our preparation. We just got to really look at the, you know, the mechanics and the timing of that, too. So it's a 13 second threshold is the call at 14 seconds. It's, in my view, the right call.
4: OK, you had one second margin of error wiggle room. What the hell are you talking about? If it's 17, 18 seconds. OK. Plus, you didn't know what the official's uh, rule uh, was. That, uh, what, you know, what was the role that he was playing? You didn't even make way for him. Like, come on in. You got to touch the ball. Let's go. You blocked him. Oh, man. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host. And, of course, Football Night in America. Haven't talked to you since that play. But it, just explain the logic. I know Mike McCarthy's trying to protect Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, I was also told that two plays were called. That there would have been a pass right. play, and then there would have been the draw on that, because on the run, one of the wide receivers is going out for a pass. He's not even blocking. Yeah. So no, no, right. I, I'm trying to understand here. We did was yeah, it the I, right I, call? I think you you hit on
6: it. You you said some really good things right there. It, 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 you know, again, he's Mike McCarthy's not wrong, and that the referee can just touch it and go. But, you know, there's things in that process. My history is this. Can you get a playoff in that situation with 12, 13, 14 seconds? Yes, you can. But I'm not sure you can get a 17-yard rushing attempt up the middle off in 14 seconds. And to me, with any team I've been around, and, you know, whether it's John Gruden or the New England Patriots and Josh McDaniels, the threshold for a play for anything, let's say, over 10 yards, to be safe, to like your point, to where we're not going, oh my gosh, we might have 0.8 seconds of wiggle room here or one second of wiggle room is 17 seconds. That's how I was always coaching those situations. And I think that holds true. You know, if Dak Prescott slides 10 yards earlier, five yards earlier, fine, that'll be okay. You know, if he just dumps off a little slant over the middle, let's just say to Amari Cooper, boom, he gets it. He goes down. Nobody's run all over the field. They're expecting to clock it right there where he catches the ball. Okay. 14 seconds going to work 17 yard rushing gain. No, I don't know about that. And then what it comes into play, too, is like you're talking about, just the process and how they did it. You roll out the red carpet for the referee. I don't know what Dak Prescott was looking at necessarily in that situation. And with that type of play, too, the touch spot to me is questionable as well as far as McCarthy is explaining it. Because, again, Dak Prescott started the slide on the 26-yard line. The Cowboys decided to spot the ball on the 23, right? They gave themselves three yards. Like, oh, we're the Cowboys. We'll just give ourselves three yards. How dare they want to spot the ball in the correct place? So there was those issues as well. And even within that, the referee who did a good job hustling down there and trying to help out the Cowboys, Dak Prescott runs into him. Man, he was wrong in the fact that he didn't even spot the ball in the right spot. He was. The whole Cowboy team is off sides really too. So to me, again, not a bad call. It's just a process of how they went about it that I think is a, a little skeptical at this point.
4: All right, let's move to the playoff teams. You have more confidence in Ryan Tannehill to win a game for the Titans or Jimmy Garoppolo to win a game for the Niners?
6: Uh, Ryan Tannehill, 100%. I mean, we're talking about like, you know, just you're you're saying the ball – a hundred percent. Yes, I do. A hundred percent. There's no yeah. wiggle room. Well, I'm a hundred percent confident that I'm going Tannehill there. <laughs> um, I like Jimmy G. We know it, but I mean, come on, come on. We all know it's a flip of the coin. Sometimes at the end of the football game with him, just like last week, it's 23 to seven. Brandon, Ayuk's wide open. There's nobody in the screen. They're going to put the game away right there. He misses the throw the interception itself. It was a five yard crossing route. He did not get the ball within five feet of the receiver. He couldn't even get a hand on it. Interception. So that I worry about. Tannehill doesn't do stuff like that. He has great control of the football, you know, and he's a really accurate thrower. So I mean, I think you're asking me like four minutes left in the game, yeah. what quarterback would I take? I'm taking Tannehill.
4: And I wonder how much can you, how much do the Bengals expect to see Derrick Henry this weekend?
6: I, I think they got to prepare for we're gonna see the full effect of him,
4: okay.
6: uh, just to get your mind right, you know. And, and of course, if he is there and it is the full effect of him, you got to make sure you got your game plan in the right way and the, the ducks in a row as far as stopping that aspect. So I would approach it if I'm the Bengals to go. It's gonna be Derrick Henry time. Let's just get our minds ready for that. And if it's not him, great. We dodged a bullet. We don't have to deal with him that much. Great. That's awesome. But I would be more worried about that aspect than not. And yes, he's. Hey, he's a game changer. We know that. He's he's first ballot Hall of Famer running back, in my opinion, one of the all-time greats, and he can break an 80-yard run or when there's nothing there to be had, he can still get three or four yards. And to me, the other thing that's going to really be a jump-off thing, jump-off spot, is he's going to open up their play-action pass game. They want to be like the 2003-2004 Patriots. They want to run the ball, play defense, Brady make some clutch big throws for us in some big moments. They're going to ask Tannehill to do that. I think that's the way they want to play. Uh, I'm excited for that game.
4: I have uh, pleaded with the audience, football fans, the media. We got to come up with a better nickname than Joe Cool for Joe Burrow. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair to Montana. Yeah, yeah. Right. you're right. You're right. And you've said Joe Cool. You you said this on uh, Football Night in I know. America. That's yeah. that. You should be ashamed of yourself.
6: I, you know, you're right. I mean, good for you to slap me around a little bit. Yeah, get on me a little. Yeah, <laughs> I, we do have to go. It is disrespectful to the original Joe Cool. I mean, Burrow is. He's cool, so it's just easy to go with that. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm not that creative. Well, to I'm come waiting up with for one. Broadway Joe.
4: I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, like, right. The I don't, I don't one, know what right. street he lives on in Cincinnati, but I hope it's not Broadway because it'd be like, yeah, Broadway Joe. No, you can't have that one either.
6: No, you can't have You're right. We can't infringe on copyright, you no, know, as no. far as great nicknames that way. But uh, one thing I always call him is. Uh, the, a slippery SOB. That's what I do call him. The natural. That's another nickname you I use for You can't take him. that one either. I know. Okay, that's just a movie. It's not a real person, so I thought maybe I could go there with that one. But something along those lines, because man, I love watching Joe Burrow. I love that offense, and even though I think people are disrespecting the Titans, the Titans, their pass defense, this offense coming to the town who's got every play in the book and talent, uh, I think that could be an interesting game just because of Burrow and, and, and that offense and how they run things.
4: Give me your quarterback ratings. I always have great respect for how you rank quarterbacks. Those who are still in the playoffs, give me these eight quarterbacks and how you, who's one and how they're playing right now. Right. Okay. So number one is man, you're putting me under the gun here. I think I go right now
6: and I understand Aaron Rodgers, and the MVP of football. I'd probably put Josh Allen okay. number one All right. right now. All right. I'd probably go Allen one. All right. I would. You know, Allen and Mahomes, even though you know, even Mahomes didn't have his greatest year, to me are just they're they're so dangerous in these situations. You know, they're like Rodgers was, let's say four or five years ago. Rodgers needs, again, now a little protection. He can't make the magic happen as far as extending plays like he used to. You know, remember the old days? He used to sit back there and hop and wiggle around and move and make people miss. And then, oh, if I got to break the pocket, I will. You know, that's kind of Mahomes and Allen now. You can't contain them in the pocket. Put a quarterback spy on them. Great. I watch it all the time. It doesn't do jack-diddly-squat. So there's just so many plays where I look at and I go, the defense won this play, and these two damn guys still got a 20-yard gain. And that's where they're amazing. So I'd probably go Allen 1, Mahomes 2, Rogers 3, Brady 4, just over Burrow 5, Stafford 6, Tannehill 7, Garoppolo 8.
4: You okay, okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I I Josh Allen threw the perfect game. In the yes. game against the Patriots, that's as good a football as you could play. And Mahomes take away the strip sack or the exactly. you know, the, the strip six. He yeah. threw five touchdown passes in less than eleven minutes. Yeah.
6: Right. I've never seen anything like the Kansas City Chiefs. They're like the Golden State Warriors from a few years ago. You go, oh, this team's up by 10 and they're controlling the game. And all of a sudden you look and you go, what? The Warriors are up <laughs> by 20? Yeah, and they, they, It's four minutes later. How did this happen? I've never seen a team that can just catch on fire like the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm really excited for that one. To me, I think we're getting close to this is the modern day Manning Brady is Allen versus Mahomes. Hmm. You know, Mahomes, we know, is in, in all probably greater than Josh Allen. We know he's won the Super Bowl. He's, you know, won two AFC championship games. But I will say this. Josh Allen has outplayed Patrick Mahomes the last two seasons in the NFL. He's the greatest one-man show in the sport right now. I mean, oh, hey, it's third and two. We need a first down. Oh, just let's pull two guards and give the ball to Josh Allen, and he'll run up in there and run for a 40-yard gain like he's Cam Newton. Oh, now we need him to scramble or be precise with passing. He's got it all, just like Mahomes, except maybe a little bit more size uh, and ability to, to move the chains with his legs and a traditional running uh, form there.
4: He's Chris Sims from Football Night in America, Pro Football Talk Live co-host with Mike Florio. Yeah, I there were... There were times when I didn't want Josh Allen or any of my quarterbacks to run. Now, when I watch Buffalo, I realize he has to run and he's such a valuable weapon. The quarterback with the most pressure this weekend is.
6: I think it's, uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the one I would look at. Again, he's he is very
4: legacy aware. But what are we talking about if the Packers lose to the Niners?
6: the Packers lose to the Niners, we're going to just hear all the same stuff we always hear from people who want to hate or be negative about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he lost a big game again. He can't win the big one. They're the number one seed, and they lost at home to the 49ers, which I understand. I mean, those that's legitimate. I get that. You know, I know, Again, again, there's a few times I'd say, hey, the Seattle NFC Championship game, that wasn't his fault. Come on. You know, last year certainly wasn't his fault either. Did some really good things. Outplayed Brady. We know that. But there's been other games where they, the Falcons and and the 49ers the first time around there a few years ago. Yeah, it wasn't good. You know, this is big not only, I think, for him personally, but just in the scope and the eyes of the normal common football fan. Uh, if they lose this, everyone looks at them as the Super Bowl contender. And I'm one that's been saying, I don't think the Packers are a Super Bowl team. I don't know if that necessarily means I'm not going to pick them this week. Mm. But I think the 49ers pose some real issues for them. I bet you when they saw they had to play the 49ers, they went, "Ah, man, I wish we were playing the Rams. They match up better with them. you know." And, and that's where it's going to be scary. And I would not be shocked if the 49ers went up there and upset Green Bay this weekend.
4: The Rams will upset the Buccaneers because of their offense or their defense?
6: Yeah, it's their defense has the number of the Bucks' offense. And, and the fact of the Bucks, there's very few defenses. They don't actually match up well. And you go, oh, advantage Bucks. But the Rams are one of those where I go, oh, I don't know. There might be an actual advantage here for the Rams. And one of the few teams, every team's got their kryptonite. Bucks so big and powerful up front. The Rams are all small and size predicated. I mean their defensive tackle Aaron Donald is 280. Grain Gaines is only 290. They don't have those big space eaters like Avita Vea or Ndama But that poses problems for a bigger lumbering offensive line for the Bucks who have not who have shown in the last 2 years their inability to you know, kind of get get hold of these guys in the run game and they're able to beat them in, in the pass rush as well. So I guess I would look at that as again, it goes back to something we talk about a lot with Brady. You can get there with the four disrupt them with that. We know the one weak part of his game is he can get a little flinchy in the pocket. But here's one other aspect, Dan, that I think is real interesting, too. Because I do think the Rams are going to be able to move the ball on this Bucks defense. Can they protect Stafford well enough? And especially without, without Whitworth there. The D line for the Bucks is healthy. I think the Rams pose some real problems for the Bucks, but I do worry about their ability to block all four of those guys. That's probably the weak spot of the team, in my opinion, with the Rams is the offensive line coached well. They do things the right way. It's just not overly talented. And this is a game I'd be worried about that and getting smashed a little bit up front.
4: I'll leave you with this. Tell me why Jim Harbaugh would leave Michigan. And let's say it is the Raiders. Why would he leave now?
6: I think he just wants to be in the NFL. I think that's where I look at it. Uh, I think he looks at the NFL and goes, wait, that maybe suits me better. You know, I don't have to talk and be weird in recruiting kids or parents because I'm weird socially anyways. And Jim Harbaugh. Uh, And I think that's his lifelong dream. Uh, I do. I think it's to win a Super Bowl. Do that. But again, like the one thing I I don't hear anything from the people I know in football. And, you know, I know some people to know that there's legitimate interest for any for Jim Harbaugh. To me, I think he's putting this out there. He's fishing. He would like to leave Michigan, I guess, to go back to the NFL and and just have that lifestyle. Again, college is a different game. It's less X's and O's. It's more about talking, conversations with parents, kids, managing a situation. And I don't know. I could never do that. And I can imagine him getting sick of that as well.
4: Is it the right move for the Raiders? That's questionable.
6: You know The Raiders have some things there about their coaching staff that I would be real careful about letting go of Rich Passaccia and the rest of that crew there. Uh, like, you watch the Raiders. I watch the Raiders. I don't sit there and go, oh, my gosh, they're so talented. Man, did they underperform this year. They should have been in the championship game or the Super Bowl. No, not at all. You know, Basatya, I do think is worthy of being a head coach. Greg Olson's a good offensive coordinator. Gus Bradley does a good job with that defense. He invented the Seattle scheme. I wouldn't just throw that out the window mm. for anybody. And, you know, yeah, and, and not for Jim Harbaugh, where, again, I know after three years, everybody gets sick of him. You know, he treats people not the greatest at times. He didn't treat me good. I don't like him. I root for against him all the time. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. You know, it's, it's Wait, personal. what did Harbaugh do to you? Oh, he was such a jerk. One of my first interviews I ever had at Bleacher Report, um, he he stopped the interview like after my third question because I asked him about Colin Kaepernick's contract situation. And he <laughs> took off his mic and said, See I'm done with this and tell your dad I said hi and that was it. So from that <laughs> point on I root against I root for Ohio State always and root against Jim Harbaugh. Screw him. But he was thoughtful
4: to say, tell your dad, hi.
6: Yeah, what a nice guy. What a <laughs> nice guy. And then I know too many stories about, again, everything. <laughs> coaches that have worked for him. Hey, he went to Michigan. He took the job. He didn't even tell any of his coaches in the San Francisco staff. He just called them. It was like, hey, I'm in Michigan. I'm staying here. You guys figure it out yourselves. So, oh, great, coach. Thanks for being such a great leader. So it's stuff like that where I'm uh, very loving of John Harbaugh. I think he's the man and has the Midas touch with people. Jim, not so much. Could you take Harbaugh?
4: Would I take Harbaugh? Could you take him?
6: Yes, I can. Right now at this, I mean, he's a a scary SOB, and he's weird, and he's tough. There's no doubt. But he's not (laughs) taking me right now at my age. Okay,
4: who are you guys taking? Let me ask the Danettes. Paulie, I mean, I'm going to Harbaugh. (laughs) because Harbaugh's got crazy strength. Like he, he, he would do whatever it would take. He would chew off his arm to get out of, you know, one of your, I I am
6: the guy that lost the spleen and kept playing. And I got crazy strength too.
4: All right.
6: And I don't back
4: out from anybody. Boo. You lost a spleen. Right. Come on. Pauly, Poley lost an eye. Paulie's got one good eye. Paulie, who do you oh, take? Damn. Sims
8: the eye? Yeah, th- this is tough. I mean Harba- Sims or Harbaugh. Harbaugh's probably got two spleens knowing him with all that milk he's digesting. <laughs> you know what? Uh Chris is younger. He's got a lot more reach, but he would have to kill Harbaugh for the fight to be over, and I don't Chris doesn't mean like that.
4: <laughs> okay. see right. I don't want to kill anybody. See, you got Sims <laughs> or Harbaugh? Uh you know, I've met uh
0: Jack Harbaugh and I don't see any way that his son is losing a fight.
6: Wow, have you met Phil Sims? I mean, have you met him? Well, that is true. You know, because I'm taking Phil over Jack all day long.
5: Well, no, and I would take I would prime, take your anytime. dad.
4: Okay, your dad's yeah. your dad's a tough guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fritzy, you taking Sims or Harbaugh?
1: I
5: got to go, Chris. He's an extremely nice guy, but I have a feeling he can flip that switch and find that dark side of kind of uh, losing it. I definitely
6: somebody. can. I'm the temperamental person in my family or out of all my friends. You guys just haven't seen it. But now that you picked, so many of you picked Harbaugh, you're going to see it next time I come up there. <laughs>
7: I'm going to see it. I'm going to put all
6: your asses in a headlock, and we'll see. And you'll understand what you we're talking about
4: here. <laughs> have a great weekend, Chris. Man, Thank Say, you. Uh, be good, you jerks! All Thank of you, you you're all Thank jerks you. this time. Thank you, buddy. You know, if we get Sims <laughs> when he's on his medicinal marijuana trip, then I'm okay. <laughs> he's I more think chill. We could take him. You know, when he's going to the dispensary, I think Put we can all take our asses him. in the headline. Yeah. <laughs> take a break. Play of the day and your phone calls up next.
6: Mic check. Hey. Mic
5: check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real.
3: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
1: Oh, my
5: God. The play, the play, is play
7: of the day.
5: Put left side, got it! going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Five seconds
0: to go, they
6: double-team him. He throws cross-court to Gordon for the game-winner. Yeah! At the horn!
4: Aaron Gordon puts the ballerina crowd into a frenzy. Yes! Overmodulating! Aaron Gordon hit the game winner, had 28, including a season high four, three pointers, altitude sports network. By the way, I just showed this. If you're watching on Peacock, the Joker had the unbelievable pass cross court, double teamed one handed into the corner, right to Aaron Gordon. And he hits the jumper. He's as far away as you could probably be on the offensive end of the floor. And the Joker had an unbelievable pass and Because it's not that exciting to people, and they're probably not going to focus on that. That's first thing I noticed was he's double teamed, somehow sees Aaron Gordon all alone in the corner. On the other side, the Joker completed his triple double with that assist last night. He had 49 points, by the way. The most by a player recording a triple double since James Harden dropped fifty in his triple double against the Kings back in March of 2019. Stat of the Whoa! Day, stat of the day, bop, bop. stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Bop. Bop. By the way, Joel Embiid dropped 50 in 27 minutes of work Play of the Day brought to you by the Dan Patrick Show's ultimate camping rig sweepstakes, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van you could win to enter, get rules, visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com by February 2nd, Mercedes-Benz vans. Saw this from uh, Ross Tucker, our good buddy, who'll join us tomorrow. Minnesota Vikings have completed an interview with the Cowboys offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, for the head coaching position. Ross Tucker tweets, wonder what the first question was to Kevin Moore. (laughs) Uh, Coach, can you tell us about the last play against the 49ers? Who called that? All right, we'll get to phone calls here. Uh, Chris in Alabama joins us on the program to lead us off. Good morning, Chris. What do you have for me?
7: Dan, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Six foot and a semi-soft 240. Soft. Dan, just real quick, I got a suggestion for you here. And then after my suggestion, I'd like to ask you a question. Uh I'm a semi-truck driver with a flatbed, and here's what you guys can do. I heard you doing yesterday the segment Impossible. If you really want to do something with that theme, what we can do is we can, and to stay in the spirit of your mother, Dan, we can get semen and the French kid, <laughs> put, him, put him in the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. We can strap him down on my semi-truck flatbed, Dan, and I can take him across the country, get him there on time, and to, stay, and to stay in theme with the segment Impossible, uh, uh, they can run the show from the back of the van back there, so Seaman can do his part. The only thing that we have to do is, whenever we come through the DOT weigh stations, the him and the French kid have to be quiet. I don't want to get popped for human trafficking, <laughs> and they're not supposed to be back there. So we can uh, we can definitely run that on the truck. Now, here's my question for you, Dan. Okay. Uh, in your in your opinion, uh, when someone is uh, awarded the MVP, that means it shows how great work, what great work they do on the field and off the field, correct?
4: Um, Probably more so on the field, depending on the sport. That's how, you know, they factor in depending on the sport off the field.
7: Well, I'm glad you said that because the sport that I'm talking about today is poll questions, and you guys have definitely suffered since McLovin left. He definitely needs to have the MVP because the poll questions have definitely went down. Wow. Dan, love love your body of work, Dan,
4: and roll tide. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Great (laughs) appearance by Chris there. Uh, Calling out the other Danettes with the poll questions.
8: I don't tell him how to be a long-haul trucker. I mean,
4: he's doing his job well. I thought the poll question was pretty good. Who finishes the season with the Lakers? Frank Vogel, Russell Westbrook, both neither. Fritzy, do you have other poll questions? uh... I do.
5: Okay. I do. I was a little offended by that as well. Okay. Our, some other poll questions include I want Tom Brady to reach the Super Bowl again so he can win an eighth ring, he can lose a fourth ring.
4: Okay.
5: All those Jake from State Farm commercials make me hope Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes meet in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes both failed to reach the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the other one we had was if money and climate were similar, it's kind of a Frank Vogel-ish kind of thing. Uh, I'd rather coach a team with low expectations to succeed or coach a team expected to win all the time.
4: I think Chris in Alabama was right about <laughs> the <it. laughs> question.
0: Wow. It's <That's> just me. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's funny because Paul came up with like ninety percent of the poll questions before, but now Andrew just delivered them.
4: I no. <laughs> yeah. hmm. So it's just the delivery
0: that apparently wow. is the issue.
4: Maybe it's just you, Paul. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Andrew had a be- oh, he had a better delivery. Yeah. Yeah, McLevin had a way of delivering the poll question. I'll give him that. Yes. But he didn't come up with the poll questions. The mail doesn't yeah. stop when the first postman retires. You know, it's like Ryan in Honolulu. Does Fritzy come up with better mock headlines or limericks? Maybe, but Ryan has a better delivery. By the way, Todd has a limerick. Uh, <laughs> Wait, see? Uh, come uh, wow. Oh, my really? mic is on.
5: I think... The <laughs> mic was on. I did happen to hear that. I,
4: I think... Th- <laughs> I think Todd has done a good job with his limerick. Oh I, wow. I'm being I'm being honest. He's done a job with his limericks. No, serviceable. I think he's done a good job with it. Of all of us here, he's done the best job writing limericks. No, he's not good with mock headlines. He's not good with a stand-up routine. Uh, his silly names that are attached to Halloween or Christmas, those aren't good, but his limericks are in comparison. No, No. (laughs) his limericks are good. I'm going to wait till the top of the hour.
5: But it's such a backhanded compliment. I
4: I think that your limericks are good, and I and I think you're going to prove that coming up at the top of next hour.
5: Compared to the rest of my body of work, it's serviceable. Those little rhyme limerick things.
4: (laughs) I love your body of work. Thank you. Your body is a wonderland.
5: I let myself go a little bit.
4: Booger McFarlane on loan for the mothership will join us coming up next hour. More phone calls as well. Dan Patrick show. One more item. We close out hour one. You have a new year's resolution. How about getting a great night's sleep quality sleep more important than ever. As we balance life and health in 2022, it's essential for boosting energy recovery and well-being. And the best place to start is the Sleep Number 360 smart bed. You get almost 100 hours more proven quality sleep per year. You get the energy that helps you have quality time with your family. You're better at work. You're better with your children. You may even go out and make new friends. But there's other things that you can keep an eye on. What time you wake up, what time you go to bed. Do you do that on the weekends when you don't have to go to work? Try to keep the same schedule. Have some exercise. Get out. Get some fresh air as well. Sleep Number. The January sales. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed, plus special financing for a limited time only. SleepNumber.com slash Patrick. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See SleepNumber.com slash
2: Patrick for details. Terms and conditions apply.
4: When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.
0: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own.